0: Welcome to the EFC Podcast. I'm Karen Stiller. Today we're joined by uh, Chad Nickerson, who is the lead pastor of Calvary Temple Church in St. John, New Brunswick. Welcome, Chad. Thank you. Um, Calvary Temple Church has a history with the Canada Summer Jobs Grant, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. So I'm wondering, first of all, Chad, if you can tell me, uh, how your church has used that grant in the past.
1: Uh, well, we have been uh, participating with this Canada Summer Jobs Program for uh, definitely the last 15 years for sure. Maybe, maybe beyond that, um, we've used the funding to help fund summer ministry students in our church who have worked in a variety of capacities uh, assisting with some of our social services that we provide. We serve several hot meals a week through our programs at our church, uh, children's programming, uh, summer camp programming, some teen initiatives, uh, some poverty reduction things, and some community festival planning that our church does as well in our neighborhood.
0: Well, wow, so we're talking, uh, did you say four students a summer typically, or how many?
1: Uh, we, we've had Usually we have two, we have had three, and then there was one year in the last 15 years that we had four students.
0: Okay, and 15 years, that is a chunk of time.
1: I only remember, I believe, one year in the last 15 that we haven't had funding from the Canada Summer Jobs Program from the federal government.
0: Wow, and uh, tell me about the hot meals. That caught my attention as you were speaking. Who are you serving the hot meals to?
1: Uh, We have a couple of different uh, groups that we target. Um, We have a program where we offer a bag of groceries and a hot meal uh, through an initiative that we do um, on some Thursdays. Uh, We also serve a hot uh, meal each Friday night to specifically teens, young adults and young families. And then we have some other occasional community dinners that we do uh, once a month or some of them once a quarter.
0: Yeah, so that's a really wonderful uh, drawing together of community, right? That That mm-hmm. is building friendship and fellowship. It's, it's a lot more than just food on a plate.
1: Oh, yes. The, the, the people really uh, note that they enjoy the programs because it's a safe place to gather, and it's a place where people care. They listen, they play games, they spend mm-hmm. time together that's quality.
0: Wow. And you also said um, about poverty reduction. Tell me about that. Tell me about those kinds of programs.
1: Yes, we're, we're, we're working hard to expand our initiatives to try to do more than just only provide food to eat, a hot meal or even groceries. But we want to and we're planning to and, and working to uh, try to help people grassroots get life skills, mm. computer skills, Uh, We we try to help people uh, with resumes, with learning more about technology and how to use that and how that can help them to better their own lives and enhance their own personal development and uh, really employment opportunities as they grow.
0: Wow. So very practical.
1: Mm, We're trying to.
0: Yeah. And um, so clearly the work you're doing in St. John has nothing to do with um, protesting abortion or anything to do with issues of sexuality and gender.
1: No, no, we are of course an evangelical church, and we certainly do, uh, you know, adhere to what the the teachings of the Bible. But in these initiatives, we're working hard to have a first contact with people, just love people, listen, encourage, serve, and help however we can.
0: Yeah. And so prior to uh, this big change in the Canada Summer Jobs Grant program this year, was applying and receiving the funds, you know, almost a routine thing after so many years of doing it?
1: Very much so. We always tried to work hard to update our specific uh, program information so that, you know, we we tried to do our our due diligence, Uh, but it was other than that one year that we didn't receive uh, funding because I think there, as I recall, there were budget constraints that year. But, yeah, we've applied every year, had no, no problems or difficulties. Um, Service Canada has been very good to work with in that regard in the past. If we applied for funding for a university student and we could only end up finding high school students to fill a position, they were very understanding and helped us with that um, transition. Um, it's been very uh, easy to, uh, to manage the program.
0: So this year, when you heard about this new attestation requirement, what were your initial thoughts and feelings about it?
1: I was very surprised. Um, I, I didn't hear of anything of this, uh, this change coming about until just a, a few weeks before uh, the program opened. Um, I was personally very troubled because we are a Christian church and we are we are unashamed of our own stands and and our beliefs, but we felt in conflict with this very narrow and very specific attestation that did speak of particular certain concerns, as you've mentioned, abortion and other things. But even beyond that, myself and our leadership team here felt that uh, we we were, as people of faith, almost being uh, pushed into a corner and told, you know, you've got to just agree with this statement or else. And, and that was a very, very troubling experience.
0: Yeah. And did you, what happened next? Did you have a meeting with your board or whomever was involved with this process and try to plot a way forward?
1: Yes, we met with the leadership of the church. We, I met with the church staff first as they're involved in the applying process and the different specific ministries and programs that need these students mm-hmm. to help really really allow the programs to happen through the summer, we discussed, we we reviewed this, we received uh, advice from the Evangelical Fellowship of Canada and as well the Canadian Council of Christian Charities. I met with the church board to try to determine what the best course of action would be going forward. And we did decide to apply and provide an alternate attestation. So we did check the box, but we specifically noted we are not agreeing to the provided attestation. We're agreeing to this alternate attestation that was encouraged, we were encouraged to do by the quadruple C.
0: Okay. And so this was a, during obviously the paper application mm-hmm. process.
1: Yes, we, we chose to do the paper application process because we did not want to just check a, an electronic mm. box and, and have it viewed as completely agreeing with the attestation because we did not.
0: Okay, and so what happened next?
1: Uh, the next thing, we had contacted our MP as well and uh, provided a letter with our with our concerns, the same letter that we sent in with our application, and we also duplicated our entire application package and sent that to our MP as well, just so he was aware. We have a very good relationship with our MP here. He's been in our building for events several mm-hmm. times in the last year, in the last several years, and uh, then we started a letter writing campaign in our church. Um, We we provided several uh, letters that people could adapt and could sign their name and address and send in to their MP. We have three MPs that our church uh, directly uh, relates to with our constituency.
0: Um, Did you uh, come up with the templates yourselves or did you use like EFC or 4C templates?
1: Yes we used the the AFC and 4C uh, templates and so I think we ended up with four four different letters and yeah. and and it was so funny I have to tell you this quickly this yeah. was interesting to me we uh, we provided the letters announced it on a Sunday very briefly if you're interested and I guess I don't have enough faith uh, I made <laughs> I think, 30 copies of the three or four different letters and put them out. So we're looking at, you know, probably 90 letters. They were gone. We oh, ran out. Wow. And I had people saying, where are they? I need those. And then I had more people contact me in the next week and say, you only have the MP of our church postal code. I have a different MP. I live in an hour away. Can you please give me my MP's address? And that happened a couple of times. I was surprised.
0: Wow, that's really interesting. Do you have a sense of how many letters may have gone out from your church then?
1: I think if everyone – I know we we uh, distributed uh, more than 120 letters for sure that were okay. gone that left the building. Now I'm yeah. hoping everyone did fill sure. them out and send them in. Yeah. But I heard from our people loud and clear, and this is what I told our MP, there is real concern among voters, among constituents about this change. This yeah. is not only affecting even Christian people. This right. is affecting all people of any faith. Yeah, for sure and uh, then we heard back from Service Canada that our application was incorrect because it was not completed with the box uh, selected as per their attestation, Um, and we had 10 days to correct that, so we then wrote another letter again explaining our concerns Mm -hmm. and outlining our programs and how we were not in any way Uh, trying in programming to discriminate against anyone. Yeah. And we heard back a second time that we were again denied.
0: Okay. So now what are you, uh, just moving along or what will happen now?
1: Well, we, we, I did have a phone conversation after that with our NP and, and explained our, our position and our concerns. And he, he was, you know, very, very good, very understandable, Mm -hmm. uh, very nice. Uh, but there's not really a, a whole lot we can do. Um, we, uh, we are in the process of sending another letter in again just to again stress our yeah. our concern about the lack of funding to help with these programs. And our church leadership has met and we are able within budget to, to provide one summer student, which okay. is less than what we normally do. But we have to ensure there's a few essential programs, especially some of the children's programming that we do not want to lose. Okay. So we're going to have to just do that within budget.
0: Yeah. So this one student, uh, tell me what their summer will look like then with the children's programming. What what will they be doing?
1: Well, they'll be extremely busy because they're (laughs) going to be basically covering the work of definitely two or three other people for sure. Wow. Um, But they they will be uh, scrambling to help us with the, the basic the basic. Uh, needs. Uh, First off, um, the the summer ministry students were the ones that really um, gave some fresh vision and leadership to our children's main children's programming. For example, Sunday mornings, um, because our other volunteer staff normally have most of the summer off. Uh, We're going to still try to do some of our community engagement initiatives with, we do barbecues in the park and and do some other service projects that the summer students coordinate. We're going to still try to make some of those things happen, um, but there will definitely be some key initiatives that we just can't follow through with.
0: Yeah, well, uh, Chad, thank you so much for joining us today from St. John, and um, I, we hope it goes well for you this summer.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Thank you for listening to this podcast. To listen to more and to subscribe to Faith Today, Canada's Christian magazine, please visit wwwthefcca forward slash faith today.